Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snack Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to frito to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. This is a Rocket Room production. Hey everybody, how you doing? Well, that's good. My name is Bill Matz. I'm your director of fun and games for the evening. Welcome to the Broad Street Hockey Locker Room Live post game. This team is just not that good. Uh, and I realize they played pretty well overall tonight. There are things we could uh there are things we could take and be encouraged by. You know, we can look at this as a moral victory if we wanted. Like they played well. But no, no, we can't do that because we know at some point in the next week they're going to get embarrassed again because that's what this team does. They wake up for a little while. Maybe it's maybe it's a whole game. Maybe it's a couple of periods. But you know they wake up and play some pretty good hockey, and then they get embarrassed again, and we're right back to five hundred. And you know we have to dig ourselves out of a hole, and that's what this team has done for the last month. And I'm really just I'm really just fucking sick of this team. I, I, Something has to be done about this group. Some Something has to be changed. I mean, the lackadaisical nature of that overtime period, the, the sequence of events that led to that goal against were, I mean, old man River can't get across the crease inside half an hour, sees the guy behind the net and goes, let me keep looking at him. The turnovers that led to it were even more egregious, just like – lazy slow stationary hockey let me just i'm standing still let me move this puck over someone else standing still like just fucking terrible i don't know how else to put it i i am beyond sick of this team like watching them is now arduous this is my job i gotta do it and like whenever anything's your job it's a little bit less fun but like watching hockey on television shouldn't be something i'm dreading all fucking day and it was this was just terribly boring like oh yeah you outshot him by a ton score a goal then score more than one goal like what do all these shots you get paid to score the offense is supposed to be the strength of this team you get all those shots, you don't score. The power play at the end of the third period was disgraceful. The best chances were against them. Uh, uh, the power play, I mean, that needs to the, the, that needs to be fixed yesterday. Like the assistant coaches need to go just as a shakeup, and then trades need to be made as well. This group just doesn't seem to have enough energy. They came out with some fire tonight. I will say they did. But it's because they got embarrassed last game. And then the shit at the end of the game tonight, it just looked like, 
oh, yeah, we're happy with the point. We'll take it. Like, I, I just can't believe what I saw tonight. I have, like, no analysis to get into. I'm just pissed off. So let's take your comments. Dave Brown says, what a team. Yeah, what a, a terrible team to watch on a nightly basis. Hunter Moyer, woo, we won, right? Yeah, we won the uh, slowest, like, death I've ever watched with that sequence that led to the winning goal. Unless they go on a run, we won't be watching playoff hockey. No, I'm going to be surprised at this point if we're watching playoff hockey. This team just doesn't seem to have the urgency. They just don't. Every Islander that scored on Saturday night busted a slump. Yeah, sorry about not doing a post game on Saturday. Uh, I got drunk, and then my buddy's nephew asked me to play with Legos with him. And honestly, like in the middle of that game, it seemed like a better idea to play with fucking leg- Legos with a toddler than it did to watch the rest of that shit. So I was like, I'm out. Who would have thought at the beginning of the year we might not be in the playoffs? Yeah, it's. I was. I thought it was going to be them in first or second in the division. I, I'm baffled by the way they've played this year completely thrown off by how bad they've been, how inconsistent they've been, the complete lack of urgency. I thought accomplishing something they hadn't accomplished in such a long time last year, getting to the second round, taking that second round series to seven games. I thought that would make them hungry to do more, like build on that accomplishment. No, they seem completely content. And I will blame, The front office here a bit. The players on the ice have to get it done, 100%. But I will say, like, running this roster back basically in its entirety from last season, if you're not getting better, you're getting worse. It kind of told the players, yeah, you're fine. No one needs to do anything any better. We're completely happy with everything. That's why we're bringing everybody back. Matt Niskanen retired. That wasn't our choice. We would have loved to have him back. Uh, So I I think that leads to some of the complacency we're seeing with this team. But, man, have some pride out there. Like, I'm just blown away by this team. Why wasn't Carter on the bench? Because they thought there was a good chance Brian Elliott wouldn't finish the game and Alex Lyon would have to play at some point. They don't want Carter Hart playing in back-to-back nights again. Brian Elliott, until honestly, the uh, the game winner when he was just, uh, you could have timed him in months getting across the crease, was pretty good tonight. And it's because he's had five days off. That's what they needed to do with Brian Elliott. That's what we hoped they'd be doing with Brian Elliott. But the schedule became such that they couldn't. I'm fine with the idea of Lyon backing up. Totally fine with him getting into a game at some point because both of these goalies need a reset. Uh, it looks like the time off served Elliott well, but uh, they need to find they need to find some time for Carter to rest too. I could not give less of a shit that they played well tonight. Playing with grit after an embarrassment should be expected. Get the win. Yeah, 100%. Like, I don't care that they didn't give up a ton of shots tonight. You know, you should have done, won the game, and won it in regulation. Offense supposed to be the strength of this team. Score more than one goal. Like, you could generate one goal. That's that's what you had. At, you know, like, Oscar Lindblom after fighting in the last game, scores his first goal on home ice since... Excuse me. Since the uh, since the cancer diagnosis in front of fans, first goal on home ice in front of the fans since the cancer diagnosis, and that didn't like fire everybody up. That that wasn't like something to really get them going after he had to fight in the last game. The dude who was like your rallying cry last year, you loved him so much. He drops the gloves in a six one loss, and no one else did. Like I, I, this team is just there's something wrong with him. 
reason this season hurts more than most is the expectations. We had good reason to think they'd be good, and they're not. It's depressing. 100%. Last year was the first year they were actually built to compete, and they did, and they did well. They should have been better this year. They're so far worse. So far worse defensively. The goaltending has absolutely been an issue for a lot of this season. I don't think it was really an issue tonight. I wish Brian Elliott could have got it got across the crease in overtime, but you know, they they came out, played all right tonight. It doesn't even matter. You can't the hole you've dug yourself with the way you've played in in the month of March, there can't be like, oh yeah, you know, we'll get them next time. No. They, you're going to run out of next times real soon. Looked like they lost their legs in overtime. The depth we thought uh, we once had isn't as consistent as it needs to be. No, it isn't. Uh, And when we talk about depth, man, the top end of it needs to be good, too. I swear to God, Kevin Hayes, every time he has an opportunity to take a puck into a dangerous area, he takes it to the other place. He had the puck on a rush in the slot tonight and passed it to Nicholas Albe Cubell who was, like, at that point parallel to the post. Like, uh, he did it in overtime, took a puck out of the slot. I just – he – I have – or maybe it was in the uh, – maybe it wasn't overtime yet. It might have been on the power play at the end of the third. There was uh, another play where he had the puck in a dangerous spot and was like, no, I'm going to play on the outside. Kevin Hayes needs to use that puck skill and use it in dangerous areas where goals are scored because uh, he's he's – been a real disappointment this year. And I know the numbers all look fine, but not a not a single one of you can tell me he looks the same. The penalty kill, he's not controlling play on the penalty kill. He's not holding off defenders for two, three, ten seconds at a time. Like he's just not the same player. Wisdom, Forster, Allison, and Laksinski are all tearing up the AHL at least, just trying to find some optimism and really reaching. Yeah, I, I just spent like seven years waiting for prospects, you know, maybe these guys are even better. That would be awesome, hopefully. But after just spending all that time we spent waiting for prospects, I can't wait for more. I, I'm really, I'm I'm exhausted with prospects. I'm exhausted with waiting on young players. I want the players that they drafted five or six years ago to, like, actually be good. Wouldn't that be nice? Like, if Travis Konechny could, I don't know, make any play ever, if Ivan Provorov wasn't like his best scoring chance of the night against Brian Elliott, wouldn't that be cool if Travis Sanheim contributed? Like, I just think those things would be a lot of fun, not waiting for the next crop of guys because this one didn't turn out. I think Chuck is absolutely terrified of the expansion draft. Then he should lose his job. Who are you worried about losing on this team? They all fucking suck. Oh, no, we might lose Phil Myers. Like, the coach doesn't think Phil Myers is good enough to play every night. Who gives a shit? He's not good. Who cares? Like, oh, no, we might lose Travis Sanheim. Oh, no, we might lose a second-pair defenseman. How will we go on? Like, these, none of the players are any good. If I was Chuck, I'd be like, no, I'm not even making a protection list. Have anyone you want. Go for it. Like, <laughs> what's what's the difference? This team is bad. Justin Braun out there blasting shots like Eric Carlson. There was one, uh, there was one play where he took the shot off the post and then got the puck back and was like baffled, didn't know what to do with it. And I was like, man, I, it's hard to believe he's ever scored. But every now and then he does something. You know, okay, yeah, there it is. Yeah, he had that one off the off the post tonight. I can't stand the way Hayes has played. No grit, no fire, barely on the 50-50 battles. Just skates around too much. Yeah, just listen, the scoring numbers are fine. 
Charlie tells me the underlying metrics are good. I just, I don't see it. I don't see him making a difference the way he made a difference last year. Can we acquire any player that drives into the slot slash at the net with the puck and not button hook? The button hook, honestly, I think it was Nicholas Albake. Bell took one to the net tonight where everyone just goes, oh, you know what, maybe the inside track isn't there. I'm going to take it around to the other side. And then, like, no one, none of the other four guys move, so everyone's just stationary, and then you get, like, a bad angle shot or you force a pass across the ice, gets intercepted. Like, it would be so good if these guys could play, like, actually basic hockey, get puck into the slot, get shot on net from dangerous area. The narrative has been turned and set when some talking heads are trying to find the positives in a game. You outshoot the other team and score one goal in an overtime loss. The year is done. Bring on the draft. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, – listen, they could go on a run because I still think the team has good players, but they are going to need – they are going to need some sort of front office shakeup to make this happen. This group clearly can't do it consistently. You need to go out and make something happen unless you're okay with missing these playoffs – writing off this season as a COVID year. And listen, I I understand that rationale. Honestly, stupid, shitty schedule, you know, crazy season, weird off season, all that shit. I understand, like, okay, you can kind of, like a team that's been pretty consistently good over the last few years. But no, this was supposed to be our, our next step year after they finally competed for the first time in like a decade last year. Like this was supposed to be our next step year, just calling it a year. I, I, I give the front office absolutely no leeway in that regard. You built this team, now fix it. Fix it during the season. Make further make further fixes. Make further additions in the offseason. Continue to make it better because, as we see, like doing nothing in, all, in an offseason leads to complacency as it has this year. But also do things during the season. Like It's your job to put out the best possible on-ice product. Do it. Uh, Ray Hanstein, I've been pretty critical of Patrick. There were times tonight where he looked strong, couldn't finish, but it was good to see some hustle in his hockey IQ clearly on display. Yeah, Patrick's been improving, like, at, still at a certain point, like, produce. Like, you were 1-0 with the goalie two times tonight and didn't score in a game. They only scored one and lost 2-1 in overtime, blowing a third-period lead. You know, wouldn't happen that if you scored one of the two times you had scoring chances. We can talk about him improving and playing well, and, you know, some of it might not be fair to be critical of him, but, you know, if you're not putting up points in, like, 20 straight games. He wasn't got like one goal and no assists in the last 20 games. You know what? You probably aren't doing playing all that well. And we just look at the positives and go, oh, yeah, look at that. He did something. Like, this is a number two overall pick we're talking about. It's like, oh, he hustled and his hockey IQ was on display. Fucking awesome. Cool. Cool, dude. You didn't look like absolute shit tonight for the number two overall pick. Trade coming, coaching change coming, nothing coming. I'm with the first two, but I'm betting nothing's coming because the GM is going to absolve himself and go, well, they really played themselves out of the an opportunity to, uh, you know, uh, want to add, be buyers. We're not in that sort of spot, so I didn't want to give up assets. And he is going to deflect blame onto the players where some of it belongs. But remember, he's the GM. He picks the players. He put them in this position. Uh, no forwards support on the boards. Do you have no one to pass to, so they pass it to the opposing team? Uh, honestly, it, it's – there were times tonight, like, uh, there's a turnover deep 
in in the offensive zone and uh, there was one play that was luckily disrupted by a linesman uh but like i'm sitting there counting counting and the flyers forwards just don't get it's a three on two and there's just no support coming i don't know where they are unless unless the the uh God damn it. The Islanders that the Islanders. That's what I kept trying to say the Sabres, but I knew that wasn't it. Unless the Islanders players were physically holding them back in the neutral zone and not letting them move, like the amount of time elapsing where there are no other flyer sweaters on the screen is ridiculous. Like, do they not care about back checking? Is it, like are they just done with it? They think, yeah, we don't need to do that. Fuck it. Let's just give up a goal. Sometimes I really just don't know what I'm watching. Charlie's post-game question was, AV, how do you follow up tomorrow? And uh, he says, we control what we control. We will probably have some meetings tomorrow. Yeah, that's, uh, that is, uh, and you, Mr. 69, uh, good to see you, pal. Uh, he says, make a fucking move, Chuck. Absolutely. Like, this is the coach that, like, I don't know the tone he said it in or anything, but I read that and go, I don't know what to do with this team. Like, that's why I played Nate Prosser a bunch of times, because fuck it. (laughs) What's the difference? I'm going to start Alex Lyon at some point, because what's the difference? Uh, Yeah, this this front office has to read that something is the matter with this group of players, and there needs to be a shakeup. Bring up York for Gus. Yeah, I don't think. If I was Cam York, I'd be like, nah, I think I'm good going back to college. think, uh this shit show <laughs> i'll be good in college another year all right guys let's get a few more in here oh i just got an update from the athletic and it said philly beat new york for nothing i was like well that ain't right but it's the phillies and the yankees so that makes uh that makes quite a bit more sense okay uh beers of the night i have this beer i'm not in love with it's called like space metal dinosaur or something it's uh, it tastes like bread. It tastes like I'm eating a loaf of like sourdough bread or something. It's it's not all that enjoyable. Uh, not a not in love with my beer choice this evening. The mindset for this team turned from so confident to burn it all down. Yeah, they just don't play with any attitude. Like whether their attitude is confidence or cock, they have none of it. They this team has zero swagger. Like, it's just, it looks like a defeated team just going through the motions a lot, even even when they play well. And, like, hey, with Sean Couturier, when his thing is, like, you know, the subtleties of great two-way play and JVR's thing is he never celebrates goals. I get it to some degree, but I don't know. There was just a whole lot more, whole lot more Kevin Hayes, TK swagger last year than there is this year, and they need it back. This team needs more attitude. Now, let's see here. Give me some Gerard Gallant and get rid of those two dolts acting as assistant coaches and give uh, give me some Joey Mullen, too. I mean, Mullen, yeah. <laughs> Bring him back. Bring him back, man. I'll take anyone. I don't care who it is. I want the two assistant coaches gone because what are they doing? I know the penalty kill looked much better last year, and it's it's had its ups and downs this year, but it's pretty meh. But this power play, I, the, with the players they have on this power play, a bunch of guys who've done nothing but produce on the power play throughout their careers, and you suck at it. How can that be? Like, obviously, again, it can't all be on the coaches. The players have to make plays out there, but... Coaches have to do something. 
other than just, oh, yeah, we're going to switch it up. Uh, you know, we're going to do put two defensemen out there. Yeah, that'll do it. Nothing says we're looking to score like putting two defensemen out there. Now, of course, calling Gustafson and Ghost defensemen is like pretty liberal to begin with, but you don't have you don't have another good forward you could put out there. Like that's embarrassing. Transition and power play leads to a two on one other way, like fifty percent of the time. Yeah, I mean it's it's there were two power plays tonight where the best chances were shorthanded. It, it was. I can't even I can't even begin to describe how frustrated I am by this power play. It's going to be a major topic on uh, Broad Street Hockey this week. I believe we're recording Wednesday morning. That's our off day. Um, we might try to get it in tomorrow before the game, but we typically don't like to record on uh, game days. So I think we'll be recording on Wednesday morning so we can get that out to you. Uh, let's get a couple more questions in here and wrap it up because I am just grumpy and tired today. Bring back G behind the net. At least maybe maybe that's how you give him a little room. Like we we toyed with the idea of maybe G just isn't that same guy on the power play that he used to be. And, you know, they've kind of told you he isn't. He doesn't start most of the power plays now. Um, it's it, it, Couturier's out there a lot more to start power plays, which is, I mean, crazy to me because Drew is still the better offensive zone player, but whatever. Um Maybe you create a little space with Giroux by putting him behind the net rather than off on the half boards just because defensemen don't want to go back there, especially on the penalty kill. You have the net to create room for yourself. We know he's got the hands to be able to do it. Uh, Absolutely put G behind the net. I'd be all for it. Are they doing this on purpose? Do they hate us as fans? Is that what this is all about? Are they getting revenge on us for some perceived slight I am unaware of? I mean, other than support them through the worst time in history, I don't in their history. Like, I don't know what they could be mad at us for. I, you know, but I, I really, I really do feel like it's uh, like I feel attacked personally. I really do. I feel betrayed by this team because all I've done, like for the last two years, is say how highly I've thought of this team, and now you're making me look stupid. And I make myself look stupid plenty. I don't need you doing it for me. It's I'm really, this sounds funny, but it's not. I'm taking this 100% personally. Like I'm mad at the team. I'm, and they didn't even hit their over tonight. That was like the one thing you count on with them was to give up a bunch of goals and score a few themselves. There's three total goals tonight. Like, Oh, thanks a lot. So you lost me money too. Like I am, I, you know, let's get a few more questions and I have to wrap this up. Okay. Everyone else is saying see you tomorrow. So you know what? Uh thanks. Thanks a lot, guys. Yeah, let's just we'll be back here tomorrow. They're playing the devils. They have to beat the fucking devils, right? They have to beat the devils. I mean, just by showing up, they beat the devils. Oof. I'm not taking that puck line, I'll tell you that. If they beat him, it's probably going to be a one-goal game. Uh, All right, so that's it. It's a short one tonight, fam. We'll be right back here tomorrow on Locker Room uh, with the postgame following the goddamn hopeful. uh, I'm hopeful they win the Devils. (laughs) They they beat the – they win the Devils. That's a fun sentence. All right, let's wrap it up because I'm just not making sense anymore. Thank you all for listening. Thank you for hanging out. If you haven't already, hit that subscribe button. Just search Broad Street Hockey wherever there are podcasts and boom, content delivered to you daily. So much content, can't even name it all. You'll love it. 
everything you need. Flyers wall to wall. You won't need to go anywhere else. All right, that's it. My name is Bill Matz. Have a great week, everybody. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical.